You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sambrano, host of Locked On Rays on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Himalaya as well as Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, I would say probably the happiest man in the world right now or happiest baseball man in the world is Scott Boris. I would say after getting <laughs> Steven Strasburg a contract and now Garrett Cole a contract How did, and pretty what soon is that Anthony Rendon a contract as well. Is that five uh, percent? I would say at least five percent, and maybe for Boris, for all the work he does, could be as much as ten percent. I think the 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 marker is pretty much anywhere from three to ten percent. I think we knew that Garrett Cole was wow. not re-signing with the Astros after the. End of the World Series that he oh, was no. donning a Scott Boris cap. That yeah, that I mean, was... and, and he never even got to pitch games uh, in Game Seven, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be more difficult for the race to kind of compete in an environment where you know the Yankees sign the best pitcher in baseball. Right. I know Verlander got the Cy Young this year, but. For all intents and purposes, it's Garrett Cole. He, I mean, he's got the the young age, the spin rates on all his pitches, the slider, the curveball, the the fastball. I mean, it's just he's just a great pitcher, and now it uh, makes it a little bit more difficult for the race to to compete when they probably will see him around five to six times every year. I mean, you would have to imagine now that barring in any unforeseen crazy moves by other organizations that the Yankees are the World Series favorites as of right now. Because we have to remember that last year they won 99 games and went to, what, game six of the ALCS? Right. Uh, They did all that with – the Rays certainly probably led the league in injuries and number of injuries and most impactful injuries. But the Yankees, I mean, they had to to scratch and claw to get to 99 games as well. We have to remember Luis Severino wasn't in the equation – Aaron right. Judge was out for a portion of Stanton. the year. Stanton only played 18 games. I mean, you're adding, assuming that the Yankees stay healthy, you're adding Garrett Cole to a rotation that would now add theoretically a healthy Luis Severino, James Paxton, who is solid, and another race killer or a guy who has shown to be yeah. a race killer, Masahiro Tanaka. Yeah, this is big. It's, it's, it's definitely not in the cards. I know a lot of people were saying, how well this this actually you know ties the hands of the Yankees because they they won't be able to to have that payroll flexibility in order to make other moves and you know maybe four or five years down the road when everything is getting kind of heavy on, on on their budget with Stanton and who do they pay are they going after Judge they don't have you know so I I really don't believe that side of things I think the Yankees will spend if they can if if they think that they should spend. Right. Uh, exhibit A, <laughs> Garrett yes. Cole. So they'll spend whatever they need to spend. I don't think they're ever, you know, that constrained. They just won't spend on players anymore that they think that they shouldn't spend on. I mean, we saw them bypass Machado. We mm-hmm. saw them bypass uh, Bryce Harper. You can call up 
bypass or you can call them, you know, beaten out in the competition. But you know what? That's when you say the Yankees have kind of learned from the past and have not just said, you know what, we're all in no matter what. Right. As of right now, I mean, I think they're being more strategic instead of just throwing money at guys like, hey, let's just sign A.J. Burnett to sign A.J. Burnett. Exactly. Does this feel like a 2008 offseason going into 2009? Because it did to me when I woke up and, and saw these news. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so this is our CC Sabathia of 2020. Gotcha. Okay. And probably even more so. At nine years, $324 million. Again, Garrett Cole is 29 years old. So we can assume that probably the last couple years of that deal are not going to work out too well. You would right. imagine unless Garrett Cole is is the second coming of Justin Verlander that has yes had longevity and Garrett Cole seems to uh, I don't think he's ever had Tommy John surgery nope. he's had some elbow issues in the past but nothing that gives you a uh, question that he can't stay healthy for the long haul at least the the first five six years of this deal and the last two years he had really been yeah pretty much the best pitcher in baseball and a lot of that is due to what the Astros were showing him to do because he was solid okay with the pirates and then right. when he got to the astros that's really where he just he went, went off. off and you would you would think that okay because he's no longer in an astros uniform that you can't say that he's still not going to be successful i still think he's going to be extremely very successful maybe the numbers might not be quite as good as they were the last two years although they were otherworldly but he's i think he's taken the tips in everything that he needs to do to be a successful pitcher from Look, the Astros, and he's going to translate that to the Yankees. It's it's not like the the Astros analytics people were pitching the game yes, for him. Yes, they were holding his know? arm up and, hey, release it at this arm <laughs> right. every time. He had to do it. He had to do it himself. So I'm, I'm sure that although the information that they have was better than the one they had in Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure the Yankees are also – uh, going to have that same type of mentality because they know that it's successful. I mean, they've seen teams around them being successful with mm-hmm. it. The Rays, the Red Sox. Imagine, I mean, come on. They, they, they're seeing the Red Sox, you know, blow money uh, out of problem. It worked for them in 2018, right. you know, and, and then they kept, kept everybody the same. But I think the Yankees are, are doing the same thing with, with the money aspect, but a little bit more analytics Basically, you, you know, the, the meeting with Garrett Cole was with Andy Pettit and then an al- analytics director, if, if, I'm, if, mm-hmm. I, if I'm mistaken. So they kind of wanted to show both sides of the Yankees. They're like, hey, we're, we know that you're into analytics. We got this guy to talk to you about that. And then Andy Pettit, this is what you can become. You can become a legendary pitcher, five-time World Series champion. Just join us and, 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 and you'll go to the Hall of Fame. I mean – it's insane what what the Yankees are able to do with their pedigree, not only in history but financially. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Rays fan, I mean, you have to be concerned. You have to be of concerned course. about this move and what I mean, what Garrett Cole alone did against the Rays this season and this postseason, just mowing down batters. I was convinced that he could have been throwing uh, youth league softballs and still would have struck out Rays history, uh, Rays hitters with ease so that makes it again you mentioned it the five to six times a year you add in Garrett Cole starting those half dozen games combine that with the Yankees offense that I mean could be a pretty big swing right there 2019 the Rays were seven games behind the Yankees in the AL East seven games Garrett Cole can probably get you six of those seven games Mm -hmm. it's it's not good news for the Rays and especially 
because what's the race response to this? We'll, we'll get into this yes. on our wish list um, in the second segment, but uh, it's just the the response that the race could ever do to a Garrett Cole signing would just be honestly minimal. What can you do? What can you do to respond to a Garrett Cole signing? Outside of, I don't know, like signing Anthony Rendon and every top free agent batter, which is absolutely not going to happen. Right. It's concerning because, all right, we know the Rays have consistently said we're here to increase our offensive firepower. Well, I don't see Travis Darno on the roster, and I don't see Tommy Pham on the roster. If there's a guy that could at least give Garrett Cole, I mean, compete, I guess, against Garrett Cole, it's a guy like a Tommy Pham, a yep. high on-base percentage guy who has a very disciplined strike zone. Uh, and now you take him out of the equation. Now the Rays have to think. Because it's not just about bettering your team overall. It's about how do you best compete against those four other teams in your division. Because well, more importantly, it, it, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Right, because the, the schedule bears that out. I mean, you're going to see these teams – uh, and I'm going to leave out the Orioles and, and, and the Blue Jays aside, but right. you're going to face the Red Sox and, and the Yankees 36 times. Mm-hmm. 36 times. So that, that's a bunch of, uh, of games that could determine your season. I mean, we saw how it determined the race fate in the AL East in 2019 when they just didn't go to bat, really, honestly. I mean, when, mm-hmm. when Blake Snell is giving up six runs in a third of an inning, You know, you're not really putting yourself in a position to to win, and with that offensive power power that the the Yankees have in their stadium, then you're going to add on top of that, Garrett Cole. Yes, it's very concerning. And let's not sleep on the Blue Jays either. They are apparently out there seeking a legit starting pitcher, whether it's a uh, Rue, whether it's Dallas Keuchel, whether it's some other option, you add that to their bevy of young offensive oh, yeah. players. Not saying that they're going to be as competitive as the Yankees or the Red Sox next year. In fact, the Red Sox might even take a step back if they're going to be shipping off David Price and Mookie Betts and, and a bunch of guys. So, But the Blue Jays, as we've seen in their history against the Rays, they give them fits too. So that's another team. The Orioles, we can just, hey, let's just – can we just take our 19 games now? Is, is that fine? And that's the thing. It, it would be awesome to do that. And yet the, the race didn't really, you know, did what they did to do. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to. They could have won more games. I think they ended up winning 13 out of 18. And I know that sounds like, whoa, I mean, they only lost five. Well, you could have probably won a handful of those five, a couple more, and really, you know, make make your move there. But – We'll see what happens, but this is definitely not good news for the race. Right. And uh, I know we're going a little bit long on this topic, but one other thing I wanted to mention since we are bringing up Scott Boris, did you happen to hear what he said about the Rays and the Tampa Bay market? I did not. What did he say? Basically, I mean, it's, it's, I think it was Mark Topkin that asked him a question at the media availability at the winter meetings, and he essentially said that, okay, the Rays have been a terrific organization, Tampa Bay has shown not to be a fit for them and that they don't deserve a franchise and everything like that. And I'm taking it from the perspective of, okay, first of all, the other thing he added to was that. Wait, what, what, what did he actually say though? Like, okay. did you, did you have I, quote? I can bring up the, I can bring up the exact quote. How about I do that after the break? I will Let's bring do up that. the exact quote of Scott Boris. If you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify rap to show us your top locked on podcast for the year. 
Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live and Locked On Rays on Twitter, and we will share and retweet. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready to go whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code CODE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code CODE, to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, Ulysses, I, I got to mention this because you mentioned it during the break. Why couldn't Andrew Friedman, with all his Rays experience and the organization basically giving him his start in baseball, go out and, and take Eric Cole. Put him on the throw, West Coast in the National League. Get it done already. Come on. Throw us a freaking bone here, man. I mean. <laughs> he already did with on. Travis Darno. Remember that. Keep that in yeah. mind. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever, man. He could have done a second a second time around. And three hundred twenty four million. That that must be nice. Thirty six million per year, the highest for a pitcher and second highest among all players. I believe so. I, I I think he he uh, he makes David Price look like a bum. Yeah, and well, I mean, really, in more ways than one, if you want to look at it Ew. in recent years. And yeah, hey, teams. At least the Yankees and some other teams out there, they, as in past years compared to last offseason, it's crazy how thing how slow things were last year. Now to now to this year, I think teams are really starting to find out that okay, we we need some more time to be like the Rays in terms of finding those market inefficiencies. Sometimes we just got to go out and sign free agents. That's just what we do best. We've got the well, money. We've got to go out and do it. When you've got the money, you should be able to throw money at, uh, at a problem some uh, here and there. But mm-hmm. just the Rays are, are not built that way, unfortunately. Right. And uh, I mentioned this before the break, and I want to get the exact comments right from uh, Super Agent Scott Boris <laughs> on what he said about the Tampa Bay Rays organization and playing in the Tampa Bay market. Uh, he says, quote, this is according to the Tampa Bay Times, he says, it's a good product in a place that has proven to be unappreciative of what baseball offers in Tampa Bay. So I'm not sure that we have a fit and it's something that screams for attention. Um, so I, I think the thing with Scott Boris is that him and Ray's front office officials have probably never gotten along because Scott Boris is trying to get every single dollar out of his player. And he, I mean, really like a lot of agents, they don't necessarily care about the impact that it's going to have on the team. 
But you know, you, you know what would be really uh, a good uh, homework to do is uh, see if any race player has ever been, you know, uh, represented by Scott Boris. That is a good question. Maybe ones that are draftees. That's definitely Maybe. a possibility. Uh, I, I'm thinking. I think it wasn't Jeremy Hellickson, one of them. It's possible. I'm sure. I mean, Scott Boris and really his agency represents so many players that I'm sure a Rays player or two has squeaked in before. But I think it's one of those things where the Rays are okay. We complain that they don't spend money a lot of times, but at the same time, I. As good as Garrett Cole is, I'm not even sure if I'd be comfortable giving a guy $324 million. Well, let's, 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 let's be honest. That $324 million, they have to do it in order to get the next four or five years. Right. Uh, the, the, so you're the, paying basically like 80 mil a year, 60 to 80 mil a year for a player. Exactly. And, and it, which is insane. Yes. Which is insane. I mean, we were flabbergasted at, at Alex Rodriguez's contract in the 2000s it's unbelievable with with the Texas Rangers but I mean this just that make it makes it look like peanuts I mean, right. this is unbelievable so no they're really just paying for the next five six years of, of production from Garrett Cole the next uh three four years they know that it's you know they did that's what they had to do right and I think with Scott Boris and the Rays it's one of those things where he knows he's not going to get his players to sign there. So it's just one less. Yeah, he doesn't want them can, there. Yeah, that's, and that's one less franchise that he can get into a bidding war with another. Really, I mean, the Rays see what tricks he has up his sleeves, and, and they, don't, they don't go for it. They don't one less phone call. One less phone call he has to make. One less phone call that uh, the Rays front office has to uh, pick up. But, but now the Rays are, what are they going to do? And I know we had planned a wish list kind of episode to see what kind of free agents we wanted to to pursue in in, in, in this winter meetings and, and the off season. But now it's really like what's your response as a race front office? What do you do? Do you, I mean you have to keep with your plan which is get more offense. Mm-hmm. But where do you see that uh, that offense coming from? It has to come from a trade, right? That's where I'm I'm seeing that the 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 offense has to come from another trade. That's definitely a possibility. And as far as the free agent wish list topic, we will talk about that tomorrow, and we do have a lot of fan comments on that. But I would say a trade is definitely within the possibility, especially considering the amount of middle infielders that the Rays have on their roster on their forty right. man roster, and they just traded for another one in Xavier Edwards. And a lot of those guys aren't necessarily going to be ready for the big league club next year. So I could ease as much as a guy like Vidal Brujan is being talked about. He could be included in a package with maybe one of the Rays starting pitchers and go from there. Cause we know that when healthy, this team as a healthy bunch, they've got depth at starting pitching in depth at middle infielder. So you package a couple of those guys and you try to get try to get an impact bat. And I think as far as an impact bat goes, uh, you need somebody, and not just in the response to Garrett Cole, but just in general with the fact that you lost Tommy Pham and you la- lost Travis Darno, that you need a guy that has a high on base percentage, right? High contact, not going to strike out very much, and has some pop, whether that's doubles extra base hits, home runs, 
something of that ilk, I think, is is what you're going to need. And we'll mention to, some names tomorrow for sure. Right. It has to, has to be good against right-handers. I, I'm seeing the possibility of if you're able to make a trade where you put a guy like Vidal Brujan and maybe a Ryan Yarbrough, a Vidal Brujan and Yanni Chirinos, kind of a package deal like that that's very attractive – I don't see why not they couldn't go for somebody that is making money, like mm-hmm. Charlie Morton money, in another team. And, and if well, you make that a package attractive, you can get, okay, well, you'll pay some of the, the contract as well. You, know, you get some money as well if you make that package real nice. I don't see why that wouldn't be a situation where the race can get into it. What I wouldn't like to see is a Pat Burrell signing where, and I think any race fan wouldn't like to see that, where you spend $16 million for two years and you have to let go of the guy in May uh, of the next year. Right. Uh, it's, uh, so you Whoever you get, yeah, you've got to guarantee that they're going to be special. So they have to have a good track record. I know I'm throwing a lot of uh, foreshadowing here on the kind of guy that I want, but... It's it's that you you have to have somebody with a track record that you know it's not gonna implode on you, and and, and be productive. You really mm-hmm. need somebody who's not gonna strike out. I, I I cannot stress that enough. You have too many strikeouts in the lineup right now. And believe it or not, the Rays do have some flexibility with their payroll. And Sue Sternberg said that some of the Rays front office people have said that. Uh, hey, getting rid of or not re-signing. Travis Darnot, uh, trading Tommy Pham, that opens up some windows there. And they've they've been keeping the payroll pretty low for the past couple of years to be able to make this jump if you need to sign a guy that's making $12 billion a year or whatever it is. There's a lot of maneuvering going on, and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But a trade definitely is, in, is within the possibility. A couple of free agents as well, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see the Rays' response. And who knows? Within the next 24 hours, they could make a move for all we know. So, yeah. all right, that'll do it for today's show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at Locked on Rays. You can also email us at LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Uh, again, I'm Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new podcasting app in Malaya, as well as Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Rays.